Hey guys, Mandasia here. I know you don't care, but today's episode is about birth control. Let's hit it. I don't care, but like, I'm still gonna listen. All right, so today I have two lovely ladies here who I think are experts on the topic. They're not medical professionals, but they're women and they have periods and they've been on birth control and they've been off birth control. So I have Andrea and Hannah here. Say hello. 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 <laughs> that was so in sync. <laughs> we harmonized by accident. We planned that. <laughs> we're going to go through and talk about how long we were on birth control and pretty much why we got on birth control. Just for the record, none of us anymore are on birth control. And mm-hmm. we're here to tell you, it's a new world we're living, all right? Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? <laughs> okay, Amanda, I'll, you're I'll the go host. first. <laughs> um, I got on birth control for SEX. <laughs> uh, sophomore year of college. So that was like six years ago, I think. And then I just stopped taking it like a couple months ago. And it's a new experience. All right, so I got on birth control when I was 16 for hormonal cycle issues, um, not for SEX. (laughs) And then I switched birth controls when I was almost 19 and I came off of it when I was 22 so I was on for six years okay I was on birth control for eight years because I can't remember if I was 16 or 17 it was somewhere in between there I was on three different kinds so I started on the pill I think it was for like periods probably yeah I think that was my first reason and then I got the implant in my arm Really? Yeah, so I could talk about that. I could elaborate on that a little bit. I would love to hear Because that. some people, it's, like, great for them, and other people, it's, like, horrible, and I did not have a good experience. Yeah. And then recently was on a form of Yaz, the pill, and it was fine, but I just decided to go off it in February. Okay. I was also on Yaz for a, yeah. for a little update on that. I didn't say what kind of stuff. No, I, yeah. I didn't know the whole time. Okay. <laughs> I started on the NuvaRing, actually. Oh. And then, which I actually loved. Um, but then one time I just realized it wasn't in there. And I was like, this is not good. <laughs> I've heard stories of it just popping out. Yeah, sex. I don't know if I like peed it out or what. <laughs> And I was like, uh, it's not there, so I think I'm going to need to go on the pill. And so then I did the pill, and I feel like I never took it at the same time. Mm. And I was like, is this really even effective? I was worried so, about that, too. Yeah. I was, like, crazy about taking it at the same time every day. I had a reminder in my phone. And, like, in the beginning, I thought, like, to the hour it mattered. So I'd be, like, freaking out if I was, like, two hours late taking it. I was, like, psychotic <laughs> about it. You guys hear a lawnmower in the background? It is what it is. <laughs> We, we, we're poor here. Tis we don't the season. Have an acoustic room. I hate to yeah. it. Tis the season. How was the implant? Um, it didn't work for me just because I was like spotting for like, six months straight. It was fucked up. Okay. Also, getting it in my arm was disgusting. Like, it just grossed me out. And then getting it out, I almost fainted. And it's just this little piece of plastic. <laughs> it was so fucking gross to me for some reason. Ugh. You can like feel it in there and it just didn't work. 
Yeah, I don't know. that's weird. Didn't get the job done. I can't remember, <laughs> like... Explain what you mean by yeah, that, Mark. So did you get pregnant? <laughs> oh, my God. I should not have said that. I have never... I don't think I've ever had a pregnancy scare. I mean, like, now I could because I'm not on it. But since I got off it in February, I had, like, two normal periods. And then this month, I have not gotten my period and I think it's because of stress, because I feel like oh. when things, there's like some, I it's impossible for me to be pregnant this month, so just putting that out there. So no, <laughs> you guys, I'm not pregnant. Uh, and I, like I said, had two normal periods before, but yeah, like stress can fuck up your cycle. What counts as a pregnancy scare? <laughs> like you, I guess you miss your period and you're, you know that you had sex and... Okay, well, in I've taken case, like pregnancy tests before, but like I also am like a worrier. So, oh, like, yeah, I've taken right. them. I don't know if it counts. I've like, taken them for no yeah. fucking reason. Like, no reason. I'm like, I do not need to buy this right now. There's no <laughs> way, but it's like just peace of mind. Yeah. It's Actually, stupid. I do think one time I, I, I was on the pill still, and I, it was like the most stressful week of college ever, and I do think I missed my period. And I do think I genuinely thought that my pregnancy test was going to be positive when I oh took it. I was like, because it like literally did not come. Like a full week mm-hmm. went by, no period. I was like about to throw up in the bathroom when I took it and it was negative. So I was like, wow, stress really does change your period. Like yeah. I just never got it. But that was just one time. I did not realize that. I haven't gotten it yet since I stopped taking it. Oh. Yeah, so I did a lot of research when I stopped taking it for information purposes. I stopped taking it two years ago or a year and a half ago, so I'm well off of it by now, but um, it can take like six to eight months for your cycle to normal out. Sometimes mm-hmm. normal out. Normalize. Normal um, sometimes I had like 40-day cycles and sometimes I had 28-day cycles. And that's actually still kind of happening, but like the first like, year it was like – and it was Crazy. like your period, like it wasn't just spotting or something like. Yeah, it's just it just literally took like an extra week for my period to come. Wow. Hmm. Week and a half. Oh wait! Oh, I thought you meant you were bleeding for forty days no, straight. No, that's <laughs> oh. I guess that's why I was like, whoa. No, like people think that's you're a lot to get of blood. Period on like day twenty-eight or like day one, <laughs> right? Really, but like it would come a week and a half later. But yeah. So calm. It would just be super late. So. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's how mine is because I feel like I'm feeling all the feelings of it, but I I'm not. I don't have it, and it's like driving me crazy. What differences <laughs> have you noticed since you stopped taking it? mental health wise I feel like it's better and that's a reason why I stopped taking it because I was just like doing research on that and I'm like maybe my head will feel more clear and I feel like it does make a difference I don't weigh myself so like I don't know about weight changes people say that you gain weight when you're on it and like lose it when you go off but it's different for everybody my birth control gave me what my doctors thought was Crohn's disease um an autoimmune inflammatory <clears throat> bowel disease, which was great. And coming off of it, like 90% of my symptoms are gone. Um, and then I'm also like way less anxious. Um, so mine was a huge difference. But in terms of like other more hormonal related changes, I didn't really notice any. Okay. Like no, no weight gain, no acne or anything. Um, yeah. Nice. I definitely have acne. I've had it since I got off of it, and I never had acne with it. 
But I also, interestingly, before I started birth control, I had never had cramps, like, ever. And then once I started mm. taking birth control is when I got cramps. Interesting. Um, and then I also got IBS on top of that, oh which I think God. is from yep. that. Um, so I haven't had cramps being off of it yet, but I also haven't gotten my period yet, so that might be why. And what else? I will say my cramps were really bad my first period off of it. Really? They were really bad, yeah. Hmm. It got better, but I thought I was going to, like, throw up. Oh, my God, that's the worst. (laughs) That was literally the worst. Um, Acne, I forgot to add that in. I've, like, always had it, nothing, like, terrible, but it was always, like, the week before my period would come when I was on birth control, I would have a breakout, same spots, and then I went off it, and it was, like, it's just starting to, like, clear up. But I also... Like, clear up for the most part. I'll always yeah. have, like, a couple spots. Um, I also, like, pick at my skin relentlessly, so that never helps. But, yeah, when I first got off it, like, February, March was horrible. My skin was awful. Mm. It was driving me crazy, but it's getting better. Good. <laughs> I think my boobs are smaller, <clears throat> for sure. And I think really? I lost weight. I don't know, because I also don't weigh myself. Yeah. But I think that I have. Like, your bras are too big? They're not too big. Like, <laughs> you they could just fit feel fine it. still, but I can tell. Huh. Okay. I'm like, this is smaller for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if You're you like, lost weight, though, like, that would be like, one yeah, of the first places that's you true. It. Yeah. I would like to get into this. I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but I have this theory about why men are more irresponsible than women. And I think that it's because they don't get periods. So, like, growing up, they did not have to ever be responsible, whereas literally, like, sixth grade, we're like, shit, I need to have a tampon or a pad or something. Otherwise, I'm going to look like a damn fool in school. Mm-hmm. And, like, guys literally have never had anything like that to be responsible about. They don't got to worry about getting pregnant. And that is why they're immature and they do not grow up. Yeah. That's a great point. I'd have to agree with that. That, that yeah. is my theory. And I'm sticking to it. And then they just had the audacity to make fun of girls' periods and be like, ew, gross. <laughs> you think that's so <laughs> On weird. top of that. The audacity. Yeah, the audacity. My fiancé will literally ask me questions and I will give him the best, most descriptive answer I can give him. And then he's like, that's disgusting. I, I'm like, listen, do you, you're asking Yeah, why are you asking? You're like a first grader, I swear. <laughs> I do what – so – how are your guys's moms? Did they explain everything well before or like absolutely not. after it happened? My mom was giving nothing, and then like, <laughs> okay. and then it happened, and I remember calling my mom, cry- like sobbing that I got my period. Like I thought I was dying, and she Aww. was like, she was like, "Don't use a tampon," and I was like, "I'm afraid to my use mom a tampon." Said that too. She yeah, was like, really. Yeah. My mom was like, not on board with me using tampons yeah. and I was like guess what pads are gross so yeah. I'm just <laughs> using I'm just them sitting in my blood yeah. yeah she did not give me any info and then I was like mom my stomach hurts and she's like yeah that happens like I just learned that along happens. the way so um, with my kids I feel like yeah they might be uncomfortable as sixth or seventh graders but I'm gonna show them shit and like tell them how it is yeah so they're not fucking scared when it happens I'm like this is a tampon <laughs> mommy will show you how it goes in using 
in a little example, not on myself. I'll figure something not out. Myself. YouTube you. videos. I don't know what they'll have then. Something you can buy. Yeah, yeah. they probably do. <laughs> yeah. What did they do in health class? Uh, I didn't learn for, about that. I don't think they they talked about periods, but I don't think they ever talked about like inserting a tampon. I feel like and someone like definitely that. showed me. Like in class. We went to a Catholic school, so oh, you know, that's fair. Getting oh, to the gory different. details. That's of that. fair. Oh well, there was the book. What was that book called? The puberty oh, book. I had that book. Yep. Oh uh, my god, it was that was like fourth, fifth grade. Hair, yeah. I didn't have that. I had nothing. I don't think I had. No, anything. they they there had was just one day in school in what? gym. They had like the locker room talk, and they were like, "You're gonna hear things," <laughs> and like brought everyone together. <laughs> I'm you serious. Gonna hear things. Listen, you're you're going to hear, hear things. things. They're going to be scary. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, remember the gym class with swimming? And then that was a big thing because girls were, like, insecure about getting in the pool and other girls who didn't have their period, like, talk about it. <laughs> like, sad she's not swimming because she has her period and blah, blah, blah. That was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of tampons, I don't even use tampons anymore. Use I diva use cup. a diva cup. <laughs> okay, I need to know about it because what, from what I've heard from people, the thought of something suctioning my fucking uterus is, like, scaring me. And people have said that you can feel the suction, and I'm like, absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> really? What? I just feel like it's it's so much material going it's like, up there. It's, it definitely takes a lot to get used to. I think it took me probably three months for it to feel like comfortable just because it's kind of hard at first to figure out literally how to put it in because if you don't put it in a perfect way you feel Mm. it and it's like really uncomfortable Mm -mm. but you get into a rhythm figure it out I think it's so much nice like I don't even have to worry about it before I feel like I had a lot of issues with my tampons leaking even though they weren't like full Mm -hmm. TMI I know interesting take it all in guys so I was like this kind of freaking sucks and I just hated having to think about it all the time because tampons just grossed me out. And I was like, I don't want to have to touch this yeah. five times a day. Mm-hmm. And so then I got a Diva Cup. You change it twice a day. See, I'm such like a – not yeah, I, I am a germaphobe, but that's not really the word I was looking for. I just feel like I would like something clean every single time. You know what I mean? Like, it would freak me out. I feel like I need to clean it every day. I need to, like, stick it in the dishwasher or, like, boil it. <laughs> I think that's – don't you have to boil it? That's how you're supposed to clean you it? You don't have to every time. They said you sh- you can, um, but you can use feminine wash is what it's called or whatever, like you would use on a vibrator. Mm. So I usually boil it every other time, honestly. Every other period? Yeah. Interesting. Um, but I think it's a lot more normal if you live by yourself. If you're like, at home, you're living with your parents, they're like, oh, what are you cooking up? And you have like a designated pot to boil it in, like the Diva Cup pot? Yeah, no, I'm not cooking my food in the same as the Diva Cup oh, pot. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm never Do you put a label on it? How Don't do you get people to not use that pan? What do you mean? I live by myself. Oh, no, I meant before. Oh, yeah, no, I would just use my own pan. Or my own pot. And I always do it when, like, like Dad, don't touch that pan. I'm (laughs) telling you. But, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. I'll stop being. I just, you save literally so much money. It's $30 for one. I've had it for three years now. 
that's wow. thirty dollars over three years. They last for they can last for like ten years. Would it just rip or something? Like that's how you would have to get a new one. You can tell it's when gross. it's just like old yeah. if it starts leaking. Um, and also, I didn't know this when I bought it, but actually I did. I realized when I was buying it that there's different sizes. Oh, if you're under a certain age then there's like a smaller one i think and then like if you've had kids you use a different size oh. so yeah there's also different brands right like which one do yes. you have i have the actual diva cup brand mm. i know salt makes one s-a-a-l-t okay maybe honey pot when i bought it yeah. there was really just diva cup and then the generic whatever the store like walmart had Mm. one but yeah there's a bunch of different ones now and they all look different so i don't know what the best one is to get to be honest Mm. we should all try one yeah come back and and come back and report report. all the details oh my god (laughs) um so (laughs) i guess (laughs) i don't know who told me this do you know Kristen bell yeah like actress she told a story somewhere like in an interview that she was either trying to put it in or take it out and she passed out. I don't know if it was like her first time using it and it like freaked her out and she passed out on the toilet. Stop. And I was like, what if, I don't know. I just feel like my first time I'm going to be like freaked out by it because I don't know what I'm doing. And like, It's like the first time you put a tampon in. You're like, what oh the my fuck? God, I was that so was... nervous. The first time I did that, <laughs> my heart was pounding. Because <laughs> I was like, this thing is going to go in me and never come out. I'm not going to be able to find it. I was going to hurt myself or something. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to lose it. Oh, that's good. I would say the only obnoxious thing is when you're doing something that's over 12 hours. If you're traveling or something, oh. you're like, fuck. But the nice thing is, like, if you leave it in longer than 12 hours, it's not like a tampon where you could possibly die. Yeah. It just might leak. Well, that should do it ASAP. That's the thing with tampons that I was scared about when I first used them because, like, everyone would talk about that. Like, I was con- I was literally yeah. convinced I was going to die. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, like, it's been eight hours and one minute. <laughs> I know. It's been 30 minutes. I think it's coming out quick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> On the tampon note, though, I will say, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but the fabric in most tampons, like the cheap ones, it's, it's rayon. Yes. That it can Ooh. cause um, reproductive cancers. So I've been getting the cotton ones mm. for like the last year, which yeah. on the note of being expensive are $8 a box, $8 That's or $9 nice. a box. Mm-hmm. I remember, though, like a couple of years ago, seeing something that was like tampon manufacturers don't have to say exactly what's in them yeah i don't think they're like regulated by yeah by the thing that regulates everything oh yeah that thing (laughs) no they're not (laughs) (laughs) pads are like so at night what do you guys do at night (laughs) like overnight i use tampons (laughs) now because i keep forgetting to buy more pads (laughs) i use a deep cup I use like a pad because I'm like I'm either gonna bleed out in my pants overnight, or <laughs> I'm gonna freak out, out I'm gonna like sleep for twelve hours. Yeah, what if I sleep even like eight hours? I'm like I don't feel like I should have this in here. Oh, I do eight hours. My life is too chaotic sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> out sooner. That's why you need the diva cup. Yeah, I don't know. I'm scared. See, that's what I like. I literally don't have to think about it. Okay, so my other question about Diva Cups. Do you rinse it out in the sink when you are in public, or do you just stick it back in there? There's probably been maybe five times max since I've used a Diva Cup that I've had to do it in public. And I usually just 
bring like a water bottle and wash off oh, in the stall. Whoa. But it's kind of a pain in the ass. So I yeah try not to. You're going to know bar and your friends are like Amanda. What are you fucking doing with that water bottle? You're like, do not worry about it. I've Come had to do it in front stall. of a couple of people before, like at someone's house, and we're all like, let's go to the bathroom together. And I'm like, mm, no, I got stuff to do. I'm like, guys, I need to take the cup out. And they're usually like, oh my god, I want to watch. And I'm like, oh, you my- guys are disgusting. <laughs> the shower would be good. That's probably a normal thing. Um, actually. Funny you say that because I always think it is. It's actually really hard to grab it because it's oh. like wet. Okay. And trying to pull it out, you're like, fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. So usually I do it before I get in the shower. Mm-hmm. What else? What else do we need to teach young girls? <laughs> um, I would love to go into more about birth control, about how bad it was. Like, yes. I, I feel like we all had bad experiences. We talked about our symptoms coming off of it, but mm-hmm. did we get in? What no, we were let's on get it? into it. Okay, Amanda, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) I already said cramps. I got, I started getting cramps. And then also I think my IBS was linked to it because I didn't have IBS until I swear to God, like two weeks after I started birth control. And it was so bad. At first I thought it was cramps from my period. And I remember one time I was in the dining hall at college and I like couldn't walk. I went to the bathroom and laid down on the dining hall bathroom floor for like 30 minutes. And my boyfriend at the time came in to the girls' bathroom (laughs) and was like, are you okay? Can I help you? And I was like, no, I literally just have to lay here. Oh, no. (laughs) So that was an experience that I actually don't really have too bad of IBS anymore. It like comes and goes. Um... Which is probably partly from stress, I think. Because IBS is caused a lot by stress. And I think birth control made me absolutely insane. I feel like I've just felt way better mentally the past mm-hmm. month. And literally haven't felt like this in at least six years. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. And I was just watching a show. I don't remember what it's called. Pleasure something. It's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. You told me to watch it. I yeah, did watch it. Yeah, it was that. actually really good. Yeah. And, like, one of the episodes, they talk about birth control. And the lady just talks about how much it affects her mental health. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you don't even realize, because it's not even always super exaggerated. It's almost really subtle. Mm-hmm. And then you get off of it, and you're like, who the heck was I for the past For six women, years? there's always, like, a trade-off. It's like, get on birth control, and you're, like, protected, and you might have a good consistent period but then your mental health is shit but then get off it and um you're (laughs) fucked too like just everything i was just thinking yesterday how birth control for me was like a band-aid on like a hormonal issue like the reason i went on it was because my ovulation was super painful so i had i got these basically ovarian cysts when i Mm. ovulate which apparently everybody gets it's like ovulation itself but mine were super painful so my doctor was like, oh, here's some birth control. Now you won't ovulate. Mm. And then it gave me basically IBS, which it was IBD, IBS, who knows. Very bad. Like once a week, horrible days, laying on the floor like yeah. you. But like literally consistently once a week. And then, where was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> what did I start saying before the IBS? 
IBS just takes oh, me off. Oh, yeah. Ovarian cysts? Yeah, so yeah. It's, like, it's like a Band-Aid on a bigger issue, and then you come off of it, or you, you go on it, and now you have more issues, and then you're like, oh, well, here's the yep. medicine for the IBS. Yeah. Here's an, another Band-Aid. Yeah. But the IBS is caused by the birth control, which is caused by a hormonal issue, and nobody's ever fixing anything. They're yeah. just like, get you on another pill, you'll be all set. And then you're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, you go to the doctor. Um, so my birth control is making me depressed. Okay, here's Zoloft. Yeah. Holy right, shit. Right, it's not like, okay, get off birth control. Yeah, yeah. like, it's not, that's always, you're right, that's never an option, because it's like, well, are you sure? Because then you might get pregnant. Can we get to, like, the root of the issue? Yeah. yeah. And they, like, don't really give you other options. Which They're like, I'm birth so control or condom. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like there's got to be different things to do, and there are. <laughs> the things that birth control did to me. So, yeah, like, mental health, I was never an anxious person. I went through my whole freshman year of college, no anxiety, like, best time of my life, like, wasn't worried about anything, I was going out, I was going to class, then I was going out some more, like, everything was great, switched birth controls to Yaz, mm. started with my stomach issues a few months later, which I, for some reason, never connected until three years later, after I went to three different GI doctors, was on four different medications oh. for it. Had endoscopies, blood tests, like the whole nine, ultrasounds, um, and then I figured it out. But it gave me the GI issues, which then gave me basically anxiety attacks, like all the time. Class, um, going out. I remember the first one. I thought that I was just nauseous. So, like I was, I was going out, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna stay in. Like I think I'm sick." And then I realized that it was an anxiety attack. Oh, I had never yeah. had one before, and I was like 19. It was like a brand new feeling to me, and then it became like the norm. So. Birth control messed with my whole fucking body. It's so Head interesting to you say that because I had a bunch of anxiety attacks in college right after I was on birth control, and I literally thought I was insane. And I didn't even know they were anxiety attacks mm-hmm. at the time. I feel like I realized a year ago, I was like, that's what those were in college. Plus, like, like at that time in your life, like, you think that it might be, like, environmental. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it's a new stage of life, like, you're doing mm-hmm. new things, like, maybe you can't cope with it or something but I feel like there was like that small that one little pill every day was like mm-hmm. fucking with everybody's mental health yeah. everybody's like oh well you went to college you got anxiety it was stressful like, yeah and hey. they always tell you give it time or yeah like environments and this is changing like time 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 that's all it was and I'm like well it's been eight years right. so like <laughs> this isn't something's not good and it is scary to think that I I could not remember what things were like before I was on it Mm -hmm. I was like I don't even know what my period was like what I was like mentally I I have no idea yeah I guess I don't know change of this pill you don't even know what were your experiences I feel like the the last time I was on the pill everything was better so my period was always consistent it was like manageable I have always had cramps and all of that but it's just something that I dealt with the implant was the second thing that I tried and it was just spotting constantly like so irregular it was so weird but I think that it made me anxious like all of the ones that I tried for sure and I just felt like my brain was cloudy yeah and I couldn't figure it out it was so and even it's a difference because like I was going to therapy before too and I was like let me try to figure this out and then I told him that I went off it and he's like okay we'll see if therapy works a little bit better when you're off of it and I feel like it has when I started feeling anxious I should have like started with 
therapy and I wish more people pushed that. But they're yeah. like, I don't know, go on a Xanax or like get on birth control or do both. And yeah, it's not good. Yeah. And it's, not it's good. really crazy too because I saw a couple therapists. I didn't think they were working very well for me. Mm-hmm. So like I stopped going. But nobody, not a therapist, not a GI doctor. I saw three different GI doctors. Nobody ever said oh, maybe it's your birth control. I had to figure it out myself. I was in a doctor's office and I said, hey, I just found a research article that shows my birth control links like a very small percentage of people to having IBS. Not a lot, but it's it's linked. People that took that birth control are more likely to have it than other people. Do you think it's worth it? And she Googled it in front of me. (laughs) Never heard of it before. Thought there was a crazy idea and then was like, oh, well, maybe it's worth it for you to just try going off of it. Well, then I canceled my colonoscopy because I realized that I'm all better. Like, it took two months and, like, my symptoms were, like, dramatically reduced. I was like, how come all these doctors, all these therapists, all these people in this field that should know mm-hmm. and they don't know yeah or they are paid not to say things because of big pharma it's like is there not enough research about it or do people just not even think about it or do yeah. they just want us to stay on it because they're like it's better than the alternative of yeah. whoops you had a baby and you didn't mean to <laughs> yeah there uh, yeah that probably is part of it that it is birth control. It does work. It does yeah. do the job it was designed to yeah. do. And they don't really have alternatives. Like when I told my doctors what I was planning on doing instead of taking a hormonal birth control, they were like, all right, let us know how it works. And when you're ready to go back on hormones, like hit us up. This is basically huh. what they said to me. And I oh was like, all right, sounds good. So I'm going to find a new doctor. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going on hormones again. But I still haven't. So it did work. Yeah, so tell us about your experience. Are, are you guys sure? Everybody yeah. got everything they wanted to say? Out? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so I use natural cycles, but there's also, um, what is it, flow? I don't, the only one I've seen is natural cycles, to be honest. There's a few different ones. Natural cycles is FDA approved. That's why I chose it. Um, it's a yearly subscription. It's like $90 a year, maybe 100 So it, it kind of sounds like, oh, I have to pay for this. Like, my birth control's free. But let me tell you, I take my temperature every morning with a basal body thermometer um, and it gives me my temperature out to two decimal places. My temperature before I ovulate is like 97.2 ish, 2.2. And then after I ovulate, my uh, temperature goes up to like 97.8. So you're only fertile five days a month, the five days before you ovulate and the day that you ovulate. So six, six days, I guess. So sperm can like live inside of you for five days. Um, and then you only ovulate for like one day. And that's the day that, you know, the sperm and the egg meet and mm-hmm. you have a baby. When I started getting more familiar with my cycle, which still is not normal, as I said earlier, sometimes they're 40 days, sometimes they're 28. You're able to predict when you're going to be fertile and like just be careful about having sex on those days. Mm-hmm. But before that and after that, you can literally have unprotected sex and not worry about it. Mm. Trust me. Yes. <laughs> I promise. She's like, here I am, living proof. <laughs> I've been using it for, I started it in December of 21, and it's May of 22, so a year, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Nice. Worked, worked out pretty well. I feel like I'm so in control and like aware of what's happening in my body. I can, I, I can see when I'm probably going to ovulate. They give you like a predicted ovulation day. So I love it. 
I would pay five hundred dollars a year for it. Honestly, <laughs> there's a lot of discounts too. Yeah, there especially for me. If you guys you know sign up using my code, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get a discount. But there's the code. I don't know. I'd have to find it. <laughs> oh my god, it would turn literally turn into a commercial. Like use my code. Yeah, I know. It's, like, it's like one of those pyramid schemes on Instagram or something. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's, you just, you can just download it. They give you a free thermometer when when you order it the first time. I think Hmm. I got it for like $60 the first year. And then the second year that I paid was like a hundred. I did have to get a new thermometer after a year. They don't hold up very well, but they're like $14. You can buy ovulation test strips. So it's like peeing on a stick. But it tests your LH levels, which is your luteinizing hormone. And then, like, that spikes, like, one to two days before you ovulate. So, like, if, you're, if your temperature isn't climbing yet, but, like, you want to know if you're, like, a few days out, like, you can take that test and it'll tell you. Mm-hmm. That's been especially helpful when, like, my cycles range so much because I'm, like, should I be careful this week? Like, is it yeah. going to be another week? So, but it is only a couple days out, so you do have to be mindful that, like, Five days is your fertile window, and your LH is not going to spike, like, five days before. Okay. Yeah. I need to order that. I feel like I just want to, like, you just know yourself better. Yes. Yeah. For sure. I, after I got on, got off birth control, I forgot that I had to, like, remember when I had my period. (laughs) I was just, like, going weeks, and I was like, wait, shit, when am I going to get my period? Uh Uh-huh. See, yeah. that's why, like, the app is nice, too, because, like, I sleep with my thermometer underneath my pillow, so, like, now I'm just in the habit of, like, waking up and taking my temperature, so I have to put it in the app, and then, like, I always know. Like, every day I, like, have to look at it and see. Do you wake like, up the same time every single day? No, so that is a good point. Um, You have, like, a couple-hour, like, wiggle room, I would say, but if you've been drinking, so my temperature spikes when I drink, and I, like, wake up after, like, three or four drinks. So there's a place in the app where you can exclude it, and it says hungover or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> so you have to, like, log every little detail about your life. But, um, or, like, if you're sick, you can exclude your temperature. You don't need to have one every day for it to work. Mm-hmm. So can you just start it immediately after you get off birth control? Yes, but they do, there's like a guide in the Natural Cycles app and it's like if you just finished like hormonal birth control because they get a lot of people that come off of it and then start doing that because yeah, like if you're like against hormones like and you want to try not to get pregnant, then like that's your best bet, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's also cool because if you take your temperature and you do it every day during the suspected ovulation time, um, and then you can confirm your ovulation. I have confirmed ovulations, and my period usually comes like 11 to 13 days after. So if I ovulated late, then I know my period is going to be late. I don't have to worry like, oh my god, why is it yeah. like not here yet? If we're going on like day 15, 16, 17, which has never happened, but if, if it did happen, I would be a little <laughs> suspicious that, yeah. I, <laughs> that I was pregnant. But yeah. like this month, my period came on like day 12. Day 12 after I ovulated so my I think my cycle lasted like 32 days this month but like I wasn't worried because I knew that I ovulated like day 20 or something like that yeah yeah Mm. that's cool all the guys listening to this like what did she just say ovulate (laughs) day 10 day 2 day 12 let me tell you my fiance has the app on his phone so he knows if it's a green day or a red day that's that's all he knows though he just knows the colors yeah (laughs) it's like if they're like going for it and you're like didn't you check the fucking app? Yeah. Get off of me. <laughs> That's exactly what the conversation sounds like. Yeah, like, hello, get with it. Yeah, because he has a job to do on the red days. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that is funny. Damn. They need to take more responsibility for like everything though. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, yeah, I feel like this gives him a little bit of responsibility. Yeah. Like yeah. He he gets to like track my cycle right along with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like he's chugging on his like sports team. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, bro, bro, what do you got over? Oh, what the fuck is that? Red? Red gay. But I I would say if you're going to be like sloppy about taking your temperature and you're not in a very serious relationship, you should be very careful because I started doing this mm, seven months after I started dating my fiance. So like I wasn't too worried about it. Right. But like I could see how if I wasn't in a serious relationship, that would probably nauseate me. The fear of like. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. Something to keep in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're going like on a date tonight. <laughs> oh my god. No, it's not happening. <laughs> nope. Especially because, like, I haven't gotten my period, so I feel like I'd be like, everything just feels all messed up. And I'm like, absolutely not. We're not bringing yeah. Yeah. another worry into this. <laughs> but yeah, that's no. That's the it's other insane. nice thing about tracking your cycle. So. Your, your temperature is low, you ovulate, it goes up, it stays high until you get your period. So, like, I can also predict when I'm getting my period because my temperature will drop that morning, and then my mm. period will usually come that day, which is really cool. It's like seeing the future. Um, <laughs> but if I'm a psychic. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, if my period's predicted and then it doesn't come and my temperature doesn't go down, so, like, your temperature stays elevated throughout a pregnancy. So, like, if I ever get pregnant, and when I'm trying to get pregnant in a few years, yeah. like, I will know based on my temperature staying up, which is cool, too. Hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting. So, it kind of takes some of the guesswork out of it. Wow. I feel like I have a doctor on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I have no medical background. So. <laughs> That's a disclaimer. <laughs> Sometimes you just learn things as you go. I know. Yes. <laughs> a lot of experience, but no... Um, education. Right. <laughs> well, I have a lot of education, about six years of it, but I'm not about periods or medicine. Mm-hmm. What else should we talk about that guys should know about? <laughs> Everything? What do they even know? They That's don't know thing. anything. They don't know anything. <laughs> guys, comment below. What do you want to know? Yeah, what do you guys want to know? <laughs> They're like, so where is the quit? <laughs> <laughs> That's my first question. Yeah, really. Yeah. I heard that sex relieves cramps. I don't know how true that is. I um, feel like, like it, it helps it with it. I yeah, I don't. Like See, I'm not there's super too much. With it, so I yeah, I just feel like what a mess. Yeah, <laughs> what a disaster. Like, think it's worth the mess. <laughs> okay, so I'll yeah. Like we could just wait. But there's That's been the other thing is like when I yeah when I'm on my period I feel gross. Yeah. I'm like, no one touched me. Yeah, it grosses me out. <laughs> I feel like that just the whole topic, people are talking about this a lot. Women start saying that, like, men should have birth control. Okay. And, like, should be responsible. I think that's an interesting... Yeah. Um, I feel like, is anyone doing research on this? I don't know. Gotta be. There's gotta be, gotta like, be somebody. some woman yeah. Yeah. researcher. Like, are there... Biologists. Hor- I don't know how their hormones work. Like, is it super different? Like, I don't know. Right. Well, like, the one thing... You can get a vasectomy and reverse it, right? Mm-hmm. I've also heard that you have to go make sure that it worked. 
God, I don't know where I heard that. I think it was on, <laughs> it was on like, a YouTube It was online. It was, it was definitely on the internet, but yeah. somebody, like, some doctor was saying something, like, maybe it was on Instagram, saying that, like, a lot of people don't realize that. Like, you have to go back for, like, follow-up appointments after a vasectomy to make sure that... I feel like I also have really worked, and then a lot of people will accidentally get people pregnant, thinking that they Ooh. are no longer fertile, and then like freak out, but never actually went to go get it checked. Mm. So, but that's also a permanent—I mean, semi-permanent form of birth control. Yeah, that is like that. you've got to go through a bit more. Yeah. For that. Although like, your body's still fine out, your mental health is still great after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do think that, now this says a lot coming from me, I do think that historically women were given birth control because of just the times, you know what I mean? If you're going to get pregnant, like, you better be the one to stop it, Mm -hmm. and like, but now I feel like times have changed, and we still don't have male birth control, so maybe there is like a scientific component to why Mm -hmm. it's like more difficult, but I I think that it's an interesting topic. I think there needs to be better options, because what we have is not right Mm -hmm. i feel like there has to be something yeah i mean why not put some responsibility on them but it's like right then they're gonna have to test that theory in like a controlled way Mm -hmm. and nobody knows how it'll impact them i also feel like there's really not a lot of research around sex in general that show that i watch on netflix they talk about which was the craziest thing to me they said they didn't have basically a map of a woman's vagina yeah i remember that where it is until like 2000 something yeah i remember that i was like we've discovered a new body part you know what (laughs) front door you know what we should have done we should have written down like points from that show because there were a lot of things like if hannah didn't watch it and i even i forgot I know. There was, like, a lot of good shit to talk about. I don't even remember what it's called. I think they talk about this porn producer in this show, but she was also in this other show called Hot Girls Wanted Turned On, and her name is Erica Lust, and she's, like, one of the few females in the porn industry, and basically she makes porn that's more realistic because she doesn't like that most porn literally kids are watching it and it's like sex is not like this at all mm-hmm. she's like these people are being gagged and like throwing up and like the <laughs> grossest shit <laughs> sorry it's true Woo! And, <laughs> and she was like it's just really unrealistic and then a bunch of these kids grow up and think that's a, that's like what it's supposed to be like and she was like there's nothing that depicts actual sex and then yeah. we wonder why people are so messed up in the head. Right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Porn is a whole nother Porn is a whole topic, separate topic. Dude. That shit is a lot to unpack. <laughs> it's a lot because, like, this is kind of off topic, but kind of isn't. I took this HIV and AIDS class in college, like, at Brockport, because I just find, like, all of that fascinating. Like, I just feel like... It's still a huge epidemic that, like, people have kind of brushed under the rug, and there's so many people who struggle with it. Maybe they have HIV and it's controlled, and I don't know. It's just not normalized enough. In grade school, we would make jokes like, ew, you have AIDS, and, like, not knowing what it really means. Right. And it's awful. Like, it's, a, it's still not curable once you get yeah. it after HIV. But there was a lot of talk about how sex work is legally real work and all of these articles about debating it and it kind of changes your perspective on it a little bit but is porn and all that still really harmful to a younger generation yeah 
I don't know. Well, I think it's interesting is that porn is legal, but prostitution in a lot of places isn't. And I'm almost like, I know there's a difference, but at the same time, like, it's really not that big of a difference. I mean, porn stars get paid to do that. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I do think it should be. In either profession. I do think it should be legal because it's like, who's going to stop fucking doing it? Who's going to stop fucking? The title of this episode will be Why Prostitution Should Be Legal. Yeah. <laughs> also, birth like, control. Just legal. Nobody's going to stop. <laughs> Nobody's going to stop fucking, all right? So just let Everyone's him do it. Everyone's going to listen to that. <laughs> that kind of title? That's the intro. Nobody's going to stop fucking. <laughs> also, back to the HIV AIDS thing. Do we think it's common that people get frequently tested for STDs? No. So... That's another thing that I was, like, reading a lot about is there are so many free health centers where you could just waltz in, get fucking tested. People just don't do it. I know people that are, like, I asked him if he gets tested. He said, yeah. Show the receipts. Because women, (laughs) again, are more responsible about it. Whereas guys, like, they don't, what's that one? I think it's HPV that they Mm -hmm. don't have a real test for men. A lot of guys don't. So I could ask a guy, oh, did you get tested for that? They'd be, yeah, yeah. Thinking it's like the same as, I don't know, chlamydia when it's not. Because they don't fucking do it. It's like embarrassing to them. It's like an embarrassing stigma. They look like a pussy because they're getting tested for (laughs) chlamydia. And it's like. I think women also like go to like the gynecologist more. Yeah. Like. Like, I've been tested there. Just, uh-huh. like, oh, you want to get tested? I'm like, sure, why not? Yeah. Right. <laughs> why not? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. add that in there. <laughs> Which, like, they do the test while you're there, but then the blood test shows things like herpes, I think. Um, I don't remember what. The, it shows other, I don't, not just herpes. I'm trying but to But a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Herpes is another topic. Well, yeah. So, actually, my gynecologist, she's not mine anymore because she left, and I'm sad because I loved her. But she said they didn't even test for herpes because she was like such a high percentage of people have it. I think it. you told me that, yeah. Yeah, that we don't even test for it because mm-hmm. you're probably going to come back positive. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's super crazy. And it's it shouldn't be a hard conversation with partners, but I feel like it is because it's, again, like a thing when you were little, like, ew, you have herpes. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a level like of that. shame, I feel like. A lot shame of shame with it. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I've just recently learned more about it. Like I didn't really I know. feel like you absolutely have to ask them though, like yes. before you have sex with them. And if you can't ask the person, have you been tested? You probably shouldn't be sleeping mm-hmm. with I people or agree. with them. And like you can only transmit when you have an outbreak. So if they're like telling you and they don't have an outbreak then I mean, it's a big deal, but yeah. it's still safe. I just think a lot of people are like, fuck no, like, you're dirty. So Right, which yeah. is so sad because, mm-hmm. like, some people, I don't know. Because, like, you carry that with you forever. I know. Yeah. I don't, I've thought about, like, how would I say it if I had it or, like, how would I respond to someone because it's, like, Have an in-the-moment thing. And then somebody said yes, like, what have they said? No. no. So, I've no. Um, you want to hear the scare, though? Yeah. So, I went... <laughs> I don't remember when this was. It was probably last year. And I went, and I was like, yeah, I'll just get tested, whatever, while I was there. And usually they're like, we only call you if it comes back positive. 
And so I was like, okay, so I won't get a call, whatever. So then, like, a few days go by, and I didn't hear anything yet. And you look in an app, and it'll, like, tell you, and it said, like, still pending. And I saw I had a missed call from my doctor's office, and I was like, oh, my fucking God. What do I have? What am I carrying around? What am I carrying And so I call them, and it was this whole thing. They were like, oh, yeah, hold on. Like, we need to find the lady that called you, whatever. Like, it wasn't even just, like, an easy, like, oh, yeah, this is what you have, whatever. And so I was waiting for, like, ten minutes for them to find the lady, and she gets on the phone, she was like, yeah, she gave you the wrong swab. It was actually a guy's swab, so you have to come back in and redo it. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, first of all, could you not have said that in the voicemail? Yeah. <laughs> Literally shut my pants. And then I went back, and it was fine. But it took them, like, ten days, and usually takes, like, two, and I was just... Just sitting there freaking out for a little bit, you know. They gave you mm-hmm. a man swab. It's very interesting to me. It was so weird. Wait, where did you go for this? Not the gynecologist. My just like general doctors. Oh, oh Jesus. Fun times, fun times. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Amanda. <laughs> I've never had a pregnancy scare though. All right, well, thanks everyone for listening to all the gross and <laughs> things we've talked about today. Um, hope you enjoyed and you actually learned something from this. And yeah. Deuces.